Welcome to Take Another Look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo with a genuine conversation about what's missing from the human connection. Let's join Melanie and Gerda now. Hello, my name is Gerda Felix and welcome to Take Another Look podcast. And of course, I am accompanied by my co-host, the beautiful Melanie Tariq Malo. Welcome, Melanie. Gerda, how are you doing? I am well. How are you? I am wonderful. Thank you so much. Hmm. Melanie, do you know what we will be talking about today? I do, and I love this topic, especially when you talk about it. <laughs> today, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Audience, today we will be talking about forgiveness. And the reason I thought it was, it would be a beautiful subject for us to talk about is because I saw a movie from Netflix and it is called, let me see if I can give you the title just in case you would be interested. It is called Untold the girlfriend who did not exist untold the girlfriend who did not exist and it is the story of one of uh, american football players it is a story and it's a beautiful story and as i was watching this movie a lot of emotions a lot of emotions were going through me because in an instant, his life went from very high to very low. And at one point, as he was sharing what happened and also what happened when he was talking to his therapist, before he shared the question that the therapist had for him, I knew exactly what it was. Because he was having panic attacks. Those type of things started to happen to him question was, have you forgiven yourself? Mm. And I, the, I blurted out before he even said that question. Now, here is what I would like you to know. I have been talking about forgiveness for, I would say, a good eight years now. And this is what we know about forgiveness. But before I start telling you, Melanie, what would you Tell us, what is the definition of forgiveness for you? <laughs> for me, so it's interesting because when I think of forgiveness, automatically I think about forgiving somebody else of doing something that has impacted you. And, but I do now know after knowing Gerda that you have to also be able to forgive yourself of things that you may still harbor inside that you've done wrong for someone else or to yourself. But really it's just, the art, and I'm going to say use the art of being able to acknowledge what has been done. Mm -hmm. If forgiveness needs to be given, then you need to do it in order for you to move forward in your life. Otherwise, you hang on to it. Absolutely. Yes. And here is the other thing. <laughs> the first point I would like to make is that forgiveness is protects you. Okay? Forgiveness is a self-protection mechanism. Okay. 
why is it a self-protection mechanism? It's because once you start, once you forget or forgive mostly, once you have forgiven, you stop making other stories in your head. You stop thinking, well, if I had told him this, then I would have done that. You stop think, you start stopped making any other types of stories because you have accepted that what has happened, happened. There's no do-over. There's no replay. There's none of that. So that's why it is a self-protection mechanism because you are not, and this is what I did not understand. Although I've said that many times, forgiveness is a self-protection mechanism. I did not understand that it allows you to move forward. Because in my own life, I have been stuck in certain mindsets because of things that I have not forgiven myself because I have done or either because either because I have not done. And that's why it is important. So Melanie, is there for you, could you give an example or show what you understood from what I just said? So yeah, absolutely. So for me, I think it's, it goes back to the stroke and having, when I had the stroke, being angry, forgiving myself, because for so long I stayed in that, why me and all that sort of thing. And people kept saying, you could be so much further ahead if you had only done that, 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 that. And I was the worst culprit of it. So I needed to uh, acknowledge what I was doing and to mm -hmm. say, forgive myself that it's okay. It is one of the stages of grief, but now you felt it. It's time to acknowledge it and move forward. Mm -hmm. And once I did that and let myself, almost like give myself permission to acknowledge, okay, yep, yeah, that's okay. It's human nature. This is part of the grieving process. Another one would be, of course, when you do something or say something to somebody that you love, we take responsibility for the words, even if you didn't mean them. And first of all, realize what it was that spurred you to say it and deal with that. Mm -hmm. Then forgive yourself for saying and aim to do better. And mm -hmm. then you can go, because if you can't forgive yourself, you can't go to that other person and ask for forgiveness. I think that's exactly. to go to, right? I'm mm -hmm. so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. But yet, if we haven't forgiven ourselves, how can you accept somebody else's apology? It's just exactly. bad. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll give this example. It's like my nephew who asked me, he had just bought a new shirt, blue shirt, a beautiful shirt that I felt. And he kept asking me, auntie, how's the shirt? How do I look? Is the shirt okay? And I said, yes, it's, it's beautiful. He came back again, auntie, what is the shirt? Is the shirt okay? Yes, the shirt is beautiful, auntie. And I had to tell him, listen, doesn't really matter if I think the, the shirt is beautiful. What is important is for you to know that the shirt is beautiful. And it's the same thing with forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter, okay? What, is ma what matters is that you forgive yourself. Mm -hmm. Because even if I have forgiven you and you have not forgiven yourself, then you are stuck in your story. That's it. Exactly. So true. Now, here is the other thing. 
and the reason that it is important for us to do that. Because our emotions, as we continue to tell ourselves stories about what happened, who happened, what ha whatever happened, we continue to tell, to tell ourselves stories. While we are doing this, the emotions that we have felt, that we are feeling every time we bring this thing up, the story up, those emotions are being lodged in our body. And you know, and this is, I really want you to understand this. Those emotions that we are burying in our body, because this is what we, we are doing. They will manifest themselves as this is. So you will start to experience a dis-ease in your body. And it could look for many different ways, even to the point of cancer. That's why it is important. Melanie. For me, when I was going through my divorce or my first marriage, I was just, again, push down the emotion. I don't have time for that. I just need to get through it. I need to do this. I need to do that, da, 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 whatever I was telling myself. And I didn't deal with what I was actually feeling. And it manifested itself into actually physical panic attacks and seizures. Hmm. That it was so powerful. And I couldn't understand what was wrong. There was nothing medically wrong with me. Mm -hmm. And then I went and I spoke with a, a, a social worker and dealt with the emotions. And oh my goodness. And of course, then comes, well, why did I not deal with it in the first place? Well, it's easier just to, go, to put them aside. And then I had to learn to forgive myself for not feeling it. so many things about that. But it was, yeah, I totally believe that. And people don't realize the damage emotions that are not dealt with can do to us. So what you said is so powerful that I totally experienced it. And because I've experienced it, like I am experiencing it now. That's why the aha was so powerful because you know i have certain things that ha that's happening on my feet and i'm like what's with that <laughs> and i don't know what it is we can't find an answer to what it is until as i'm going through this watching the movie understanding the question getting the revelation the halves that happen and i'm like well it's because you stop mm -hmm. because you stop because you have not forgiven yourself and it is time Forgiveness means to unconditionally accept unconditionally. No conditions. So that means no more stories. <laughs> okay. Accept that what happened to you happened. Even if you don't understand why it happened. The reason for it to happen but you need to unconditionally accept it. This is it. And that's not easy, Gerda. Oh my gosh, it's a long process. It takes forever. But we get better at it each time we practice it, right? Yes. And I will, I am going to address that it's not easy. <laughs> 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 because people say that to me all the time. <clears throat> Whatever. Every time I say something, people say it's not easy. I know it's not easy. Because easy doesn't take work. 
Okay. Easy doesn't, doesn't take work. And as we are working and perfecting who we are, and because we have perfected it, or once we come to perfect it, the world looking at, at us, it looks like it's easy. You know, it's like my example of looking at Serena Williams play volleyball, uh, sorry, tennis, and I think, I enjoy what she's doing, and I think, and I'm there, you know, screaming at her, watching her on TV. Hey, Serena, you could have gone this place. <laughs> she, she makes it look easy. <laughs> I can't even, I can't even last 15 minutes playing tennis. Okay, that's what it is. Easy does not take work. Fear does not take work. Okay, laziness does not take work. But all of this has a cost. Whether you go easy or you do the work, there is a cost to pay. There's a cost to pay. And for myself, I prefer to pay the cost of the work mm -hmm. because I can tell you why it's hard for me when I do easy stuff. And during the pandemic, that's what I've done. I've done a lot of easy stuff, Melody. It's been cool. Because <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> it's like, I even, I did not even recognize myself. That's how easy, that's how easy I've done stuff, okay? And then I realized that, oh, well, first of all, this is not me, okay? Second of all, now, because I know it's not me, there is something that does not click. Okay. And the third part is, okay, because I know it's not me, now I have to get back to me. Mm -hmm. Or I need to move forward with the true me. You know how hard it takes for a plane to leave, to go up? There's a lot of work you have to do in that. Well, now, because I've done easy, now I have to work even harder. So, yes, it's not easy. <laughs> yeah. I. It, and I have, I had to address this because people tell me this all the time. Gerda, it's not easy. Mm, yes, I know. I know it's not. <laughs> I truly don't. You think that's our go-to statement though, when we know that it's going to take us time. It's almost like an excuse, don't you find? <laughs> not that we're, <laughs> we're not going to do the work, but we're just saying it because then we're preparing somebody else to know yes. that it's time. Yes, Melanie. But, and again... There is a cost. Mm -hmm. There is a cost. You know, as, as my favorite actor says, if it was easy, there wouldn't be no Denzel Washington. So <laughs> okay. Okay. So whenever someone talks to you about easy, please have them understand. This is not what we are saying. We're saying that because, and this is what I believe, all of us, we were made in divinity. There's something divine within us. If we decide to go the easy route, we know because of what's in, within us, this is not who we are, therefore we are miserable. Yeah. So right? Absolutely. And that's why forgiveness, and I will say this again, 
you first of all you need to forgive yourself because you know i think a lot of times what we do we shift the blame even if we start saying oh i forgot i forgive so and so well i forgive him because i was the one to allow him to do this to me to me it's not even forgiveness this is just shifting shifting the blame so you shifted the blame from him to you okay you just start with you like ourselves <laughs> But if you forgive, when you forgive yourself, then you know, that's it. That is it. The story ends now, and then you can move on. You can move on. So Gerda, of course, I have to ask a question. You know that. Of course, yes. So what are the steps for us to be able to learn to forgive ourselves? First of all, relax, <laughs> be in meditation. That's one thing I'll say. And what I mean by being in meditation, I know we've made meditation such a, such a hard thing to do. If you go for a walk, when you are outside, I can tell you, you are in meditation because you are relaxed in that moment. As you're looking at the trees and hearing the birds, <laughs> you are relaxed <laughs> in those moments. So you are in meditation. Okay, because you are observing, you are in your state of listening, you are in meditation. So first, relax. Second, open up. Talk to people. Share your emotions. Learn what is it that you are learning in this process? What have you learned? You know, I, I ask this question all the time. What have you learned in this process? You have to share your emotion. You have to talk it out because if not, it will be lodged in your body. So you don't want that. Trust me, you don't, you don't want that. Yeah. Okay. Now I say trust me in that sense. I say trust me, you do not want that. Third, validate. Validate what you are feeling. Validate it in the sense it's like you talking to your younger self. Okay. I understand, little one, what you are feeling in this moment. I understand. And myself, I call my name. They, they called me when I was a child. My, my parents, they used to call me Dadzi. So I say, I understand, little Dadzi, that you're not happy right now. I understand that you are sad. I understand that you were expecting something else. I understand. I am here to take care of you. Relax. I talk to my inner child. Okay. Once you've done those three steps, start to recognize what brings you joy. Because you need to know what brings you joy. And lately, this is what I have done. When I get up and I look outside, because I have a beautiful view. Oh, I am in joy as I'm looking outside. Okay, what brings me joy? And I'm very conscious and aware when I drink a cup of coffee in the morning, that brings me joy because I love the smell of coffee. Mm -hmm. I like that when I turn on my computer, I never know what background will show up, but the backgrounds are always beautiful. That brings me joy. Having a conversation with like-minded people, oh, bring me joy. What about you? For me, what uh, brings me joy, definitely having... Uh a conversation with you or like-minded people for sure, creating, coming up with solutions to pe 
people's barriers. And when I talk about that, it, obviously it is related to disability, but I, I get tired of hearing all the negative complaints. I love solutions. So that brings me joy. And then of course, watching people achieve their goals brings me the most joy. Really seeing people accomplish what they set out to do, no matter how big or small that goal is, that is absolute joy. Absolutely. And you know, when you had asked me for steps, I started giving them to you. The first part is also, is always to acknowledge. Real, mm -hmm. First of all, get yourself to a relaxed state so that you can be open to what is coming to you, to the revelations, to what it is that is coming to you. Then you can open up and share, learn from the lessons, validate what you are feeling, understand what brings you joy, who are you, because what are your strengths and talents? And so you see, it's a progression because now as you are able to acknowledge, to recognize your strengths, and talents, now you are able to do, because now before you were spending time being, now you are able to do. Mm -hmm. And that's how you will be able to have what you want, to create what you want. So it takes you from where you were to where you wanted to be. So is it as simple, Gerda, as just saying, okay, this is, the situation and I forgive after you've done those steps. I just I forgive myself. Is it as simple as that? Because I don't think it is. I think well, it depends on more. the people to tell you the truth. It okay. really depends on, on the people because you see, I'm the type of person that for me, I am today, this is what I'm I'm doing. Starting tomorrow, I will do something else. I am that type of person when I put my mind to do something. You know, from drinking five, putting five sugar in my coffee mm -hmm. to the next day, starting tomorrow, I will no longer put sugar in my coffee. Right. And I have done stop that since 2009. So you <laughs> some people can do it. Okay. But some people, if that's not who you are, go with steps. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to go from zero to 100%, but you can go from zero to 20%. And then from 20, increase it to 40%, then increase it to 60, 80, until you get to 100. Okay. It depends on who you are. Because, you know, some people, moderation works for them. Mm -hmm. um, don't think I'm one of them. <laughs> because <laughs> I really don't think I'm one of them. Because moderation, it's like, for me, moderation gives me Helps me think that, well, you know, today I'm at 20, I can go back down to zero. So as if I go from zero to 100, it's zero to 100. So it depends who you are. Okay, perfect. And that's why it's important to know yourself. Mm -hmm. So please remember, because we, we come to that time again, Melanie. Oh my gosh, my gosh, Gerda, we need to do like our episodes. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I know. We're on and on and on. People are like, oh, come on. But no, this is great. So, Gerda, forgiveness starts with us. Yes. And then we can learn to forgive one another. Mm -hmm. But what I think is so powerful with forgiveness is that it sets us free mm -hmm. about allowing other beautiful things to happen. Like you said, you talked about what brings you joy. Mm -hmm. If we, 
hang on to those negative thoughts and don't let us set them free with forgiveness, you stay stuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know why? As you were saying this, this is what I remember. And this is the tip, my last tip before I leave. For every thought you have. So let's say you have a negative thought. Every 17 seconds, that thought gets amplified. Wow. So can you imagine if I'm saying, oh my gosh, I'm not good enough. Oh my God, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm, like, I'm playing the same soundtrack. I'm not good enough. 17 seconds, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. <laughs> so now I hear 17 seconds later. Oh, now it's getting even bigger. Can you imagine at the end of the day, how many thousand times that I have repeated this one to myself? Exhausting. <laughs> yeah. The soundtrack. And unfortunately, our soundtrack is more negative than positive. Mm-hmm. So this is my tip. It's not that you will never have a negative thought. It's just that one, when you have one, you can acknowledge it and replace it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because if you don't do it, it's going to multiply. It's very, very good tip. Thank you, Gerda. You're very welcome. And that brought us to the end of our session. Is that a session? I would say so. <laughs> but session, it sounded like a session today because it was deep. Thank you. <laughs> and until next time. Ooh, take another look. <laughs> Bye for now. Bye.